Hello and welcome back to another episode of Behind Hauntings. I am your host, Brandon Fagan, and it is good to be back. I know it's been a long time since I recorded an episode. I want to say it was back in the middle of November. It is currently January 1st, 2021, and we are going to take this whole Behind Hauntings podcast to a whole nother level. We are going to be coming out with a new episode every Friday at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, no matter what. If that means recording episodes in advance, so be it. But you guys will have an episode to look forward to everywhere where you find podcasts at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I can't wait to get started. I can't wait to really take creative control of this podcast and really give it my all and really get into it because I started this as a way for me to um, get my love for horror out into the world. And so that's what we're going to do. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is about the Andrew Carnegie Library of Homestead, Pennsylvania. To start this story, we first have to look at the man responsible for what Homestead, Pennsylvania is today. That man is Andrew Carnegie, a Scottish-American industrialist that led the expansion of the American steel industry in the late 19th century and became one of the richest men in America while doing it. So why do we care about him? What does he have to do with the story that I'm about to tell you? Why is it relevant at all? Why do you care? Why do I care? Well, as you see, as the founder and owner and CEO of the, of the Carnegie Steel Company, the man had his fingerprints all over the Pittsburgh area in the late 1800s. But for this story, we're going to have to talk about Homestead, Pennsylvania, which is a borough in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, that is in southeast Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and across the river from the city limits. So if you look at Homestead on a map, you're going to see Pittsburgh, you're going to see the main point where all three rivers intersect. That's where you have Heinz Field. That's where you have PNC Park. That's where you have the North Shore. Everybody knows it. If you zoom out a little bit on a map, then you're going to see Carson Street. Everybody knows Carson Street. Hundreds of bars in this little strip. From there, you're going to look down a little bit south, and then you're going to see Homestead, Pennsylvania, right on the river. It has become a very great place for... Um, new restaurants, bars, industry, things of that nature, and that's where our story is going to take place. Homestead, Pennsylvania is also home to the Homestead Massacre or the Homestead Strike. This strike or massacre became, began with an industrial lockout and a strike in 1892, but quickly elevated to a full-on war in the streets when the Pinkerton Agency, a private security company, started back in 1850 and gained fame when they foiled an assassination attempt on President Abraham Lincoln, was hired to control the strike of the steelworkers in their effort to prevent their wages from being decreased. So the reason this whole thing started was the steelworkers in Homestead wanted to make sure that their wages wouldn't be decreased, that they wouldn't be controlled into doing and saying everything that the company had um, to do with back then. So... They started their strike, their holdout, um, whatever you want to call it. Now, the result of this strike was a total disaster for Carnegie Steel Company, the steelworkers, and the Pinkerton Agency. It resulted in the death of 16 people and major setbacks for the unionization of the steelworkers. So basically, they didn't accomplish anything. In reality, it hurt them more than it helped them. Great. A bunch of history, right? Sweet. Now let's get into why I'm telling you this story. 
Due to the strike, many have speculated that Carnegie built a library, the Carnegie Library of Homestead, to ease the tension in the city. Although he had already started a fund to build rec centers and libraries and things of that nature many years before this strike, not only was Carnegie one of the richest people on the planet at this time, he was a philanthropist. He did give back billions of dollars. Back then it was hundreds of millions, but in today's terms of money, it would, it would translate to billions of dollars. He did give back. He did try to make communities better for um, not only his employees, but the places where he was very incremental in building it up. So even with him building all these rec centers and libraries and things of that nature, it does seem that the Homestead one specifically had been put up a lot more quicker and had a lot more amenities than the other ones built in the city at the time. The Carnegie Library, Music Hall, Museum, whatever you want to call it, it's been called many names, but its original name was the Carnegie Library of Homestead. Now, most libraries don't have a pool and a massive music hall like this one did. A music hall is so big that it holds around roughly a thousand people. So now that the history is out of the way, let's talk about the library itself and why we're getting into this on an episode of Behind Hauntings. For many years, the library has been said to be haunted and based on paranormal articles, magazines, and TV shows. It's said to be one of the most haunted places in Pennsylvania. Many people have witnessed shadows, voices, and have been touched when in the library and other parts of the museum, hall, whatever you want to call it itself. One of the most famous instances of this is when a group of young adults was on a tour of the library one gentleman decided that he wanted to act as if he were the late Andrew Carnegie, began to mock, mimic him while they were in the actual library room where most of the books are held. While doing so, the tour guide made a joke saying, wouldn't it be funny if the real Carnegie was still here? Right after she said this, a book, a book, not a book, I'm sorry, a book flew off the shelves and hit the man that was pretending to be Carnegie. So that's just one instance where something happened that made people start to think huh what if all this stuff that people have been saying is kind of true another occurrence in this room is when the ghost hunters the show like from sci-fi if you guys have ever seen that it was on from like 2004 to 2016 something like that they came to the library to investigate they had set up a light grid on the bookshelf and basically what a light grid is is it's kind of like a flashlight but it has a bunch of little dots instead of one stream of light they do this to see any occurrences of any people walking through, any um, movement in anything in the actual physical area. So they set up this light grid, grid where, previous, where the previous occurrence had taken place to see if anything would happen. During their time there, they witnessed one of the grid lights flicker to another book. Now you see, the only way that this can happen, as I explained earlier, is if someone or something moved the grid light. Now, the only problem was that if this happened, then all the lights on the grid light would move, not just the one. So it was determined that a book itself was moved shortly after they had asked if Andrew Carnegie was with them, after they had been trying to provoke the spirit or spirits in the room. Even more odd, when the light shifted, it hit the one book on the shelf with the title Ghost in it, which made them think that whether this is Mr. Carnegie himself or a steel worker or some other entity that they were aware that they were dead that they were a ghost furthermore while investigating 
There they did a few other th they did a few other things in which caused them to believe that paranormal activity was taking place. While in the music hall, they had been asking questions and they heard a door open at the top of the music hall. After eliminating all the other investigators, they determined that something had opened or closed the door to either confirm that they are there to prove, hey, I'm here, I want, I want you to know that I'm here, or make an effort not to be seen. Either way, it was a pretty chilling experience for the investigators. The music hall is also said to be one of the most active parts of the building. The cleaning crew would sometimes turn off all the lights after finishing their rounds and come back moments later while leaving the library for all the lights to be on again. There have been times where voices can be heard from the hall, and when people go to investigate, there's no one to be seen or heard. Another instance while the ghost hunters were uh, investigating the property happened in the pool locker room when they were just talking about how creepy and industrial that it all felt down there. Shortly after they finished their conversation, they heard what sounded like a laugh. Now this is not the only time that someone has felt uncomfortable or uneasy down there. Most people, many people, when they're down there, they feel uncomfortable, they feel uneasy. They have this weird feeling like they're being watched. One man even said that he felt this way as he was getting changed and when he looked up, he saw someone running away. Now obviously, like most people, you'd be like, why is somebody peeking on me while I'm getting changed? So we went and to look for this person and there was no one around, like at all. There wasn't a single soul to be heard of or seen of. Due to the fact that I run a horror podcast and I'm talking to you guys about horror um, week in and week out, I thought that this would be a great topic to review on an episode, especially since I live like literally a few blocks away from the library. Unfortunately, due to COVID, I'm not able to get inside to tour or even to poke around and get some personal experience because I think that would be the ultimate goal of this would be, hey, if if I believe in this stuff, like let's see if I can really uh, get a hankering for what's going on. But what I can tell you is that that place definitely has a creepy vibe and always makes me uneasy at night. There's just something about it even before I knew like it was supposedly one of the most haunted places in a, in Pennsylvania. It just gave me a weird feeling. I go pa past it quite often while walking my dog. Last night, even more than normal. After doing my research for this episode, I stumbled upon an episode of The Ghost Hunters, which I talked about in depth in this episode. After watching it, it was time for me to go to bed, obviously. And I want to preface this story by saying that I watch, listen, and read creepy shit all the time. And I mean all the time. And I very rarely, if never, have problems sleeping. I mean never. Like, I could watch a horror movie about something, somebody that got killed in the building I live in and, like, it wouldn't really creep me out. I'd kind of just fall asleep and be fine. So last night was kind of weird for me. It was kind of different kind of made me uneasy fell asleep without a problem kind of i'm one of those people that as soon as i as soon as my head hits the pillow i fall asleep last night was no di no different I, I wasn't even thinking about the library or anything that i had re had read or researched or watched before i was going to bed I fell asleep quite easily was sleeping pretty well and then um i'm not really one of those people that dreams often and when i do i don't really remember them so this was kind of odd for me because it felt as if I was, let me just give you some backstory. So there's nothing, right? I'm not dreaming. I'm not thinking of anything. There's just nothing. I'm just sleeping. And then all of a sudden it feels like I'm dropped in a control room and I'm watching a security camera of the bookshelves in 
Carnegie Library, right? And I'm, as I'm watching these security cameras, I see a black figure. It doesn't have a face. It doesn't have any distinctive features at all. It's just a black figure, but I can tell it's human or inhuman or something along those lines. And it just looks at me. And then all of a sudden, back to nothing. Like there's nothing again, okay? And then I feel like I'm dropped back in the room and I'm looking at the security cameras again. And there again, slowly but surely, this figure pops out of the bookshelf and just kind of tilts its head and looks at me. And I mean, it's terrifying me. Like it's making my heart race, but I, like I can't wake up. I'm like kind of trapped in the dream. It's a very odd feeling. And then it's over again, like just over again. And then it happens again. And this time it's different. It feels different. It has this feeling that like it's someone or something telling me like, stay away, get away. And then I wake up. And usually if I have a dream like that, if I have some kind of creepy dream, I can usually just shake it off, roll over, and go back to bed. But this was very different for me. I, I couldn't just go back to bed. I was honestly, genuinely kind of freaked out. So what do I do? I scroll through Instagram, scroll through Twitter, stay on my phone for an hour or so. Go to the bathroom and go back to bed. And when I go back to bed, nothing happens until about three minutes or what seems like three minutes before I wake up for the day. I just like, it's like one last time I'm dropped back in the room and there's just somebody just staring at me. But this time, I'm not in the security room. I'm in the actual bookshelves and there's just somebody staring at me. And that freaked me out. That made me uneasy, that made me uncomfortable. And that kind of stuck with me. But that was my dream, that's my personal experience. If you want to call it a personal experience about the museum. But that's about all for this episode. I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed like the new structure of things. It's kind of going to be um, a quick little backstory, maybe some few stories. Just I, like I said in, in the beginning episode, this is behind hauntings. This is I'm not here to tell you scary stories. I'm here to give you a little bit more in depth about the things that you've heard of or haven't heard of. Um, there are plenty of podcasts that just tell scary stories and I love them. I do love them. Um, but I personally like going a little bit in depth, trying to figure out like why this is happening, what's the history, so on and so forth. Um, but overall with the Andrew Carnegie library in Homestead, many people have felt experiences. They have seen things, they have heard things and the overall consensus is that there's definitely something there, but it's not malevolent. It's not dangerous. It doesn't feel like it's going to hurt them. It just feels like there's a presence there. So that kind of concludes um, the Andrew Carnegie Library of Homestead episode. Um, just some few reminders, some quick little show notes to get in. Um, remember to like, rate, subscribe, review. It does help the show. It does help it grow. It also helps me know what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, what you guys like, what you don't like, so on and so forth. Um, what else? What else? What else? Instagram. Instagram is where I'm going to be posting every single week. I am going to be, or not every single week, every single month, I'm going to be posting a like a schedule of upcoming episode topics. So for January, just in case you haven't looked at it, um, it is Behind Hauntings 
that's the Instagram handle. Look it up. Super easy to find. You'll find you'll the logo will be the show logo that you see while you're listening to the episode. Um, but this month we have obviously January 1st, Homestead, Pennsylvania, Andrew Car- Carnegie Library. January 8th, Black Eyed Children. That's a good one. That's a creepy one. Um, January 15th, Sleep Paralysis. January 22nd, Slender Man. And then January 29th, to fin- finish out January, is going to be the Winchester Mansion. Obviously, you can listen to all of these anywhere you find podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, but towards the end of every single month, I'm going to be posting a little upcoming schedule about what we're going to be listening to, what we're going to be getting into. Um, so remember to rate, review, subscribe, uh, all the things. If you liked it, tell a friend. It really does help out the show. I appreciate you guys for listening, um, and stay creepy. <laughs> <laughs>